Thanks for listening to the Toronto Legends Podcast. I am your host, Andrew Applebaum. My guest today is Joe Jackman. Joe is the president of One for All, a leadership development agency built for athletes by athletes. Joe's goal is to ignite a lifetime of extraordinary performances for elite and professional athletes, as well as for leaders in the business of sports. With over two decades of experience in the athlete development and career transition fields, Joe is a highly regarded strategist and thought leader for those both on the playing fields and in the boardrooms of the sports industry. Welcome, Joe, to Toronto Legends. Thank you for joining me. Where are you and how are you? Hey, Andrew. Thank you for that great intro. I'm honored to be here and I'm doing great. And yourself? I am doing amazing. Now, what part of town are you in? Right now, I'm in Burlington uh, on the lakeshore, but born and raised in the West End of Toronto. All right. Well, we're going to talk about all that. I understand that you are not only a proud father, but a youthful, energetic grandfather. Fill us in on your uh, family, if you will. <laughs> yeah. Try, try to stay young. Uh, age is just a number. Um, so two kids, two grandkids, you know, just a great um, supportive family, like from from my mother and dad and their families and uh, families, everything, you know, uh, friends and family. And then business comes next. And sports has always been in the mix as well. Excellent. Well, let's go all the way back, get the story of Joe Jackman, and that'll help us set the table. Where were you born? And why don't you talk a little about your upbringing? Born at St. Joseph's Hospital in uh, West Toronto, raised in a multicultural neighborhood, Dufferin, Bluer, DuPont area. Uh, I was the only munja cake around. <laughs> Italians, Portuguese, uh, uh, Greek, uh, Jamaican, Trinidadian, so quite a, a great group of people to grow up around. So sports was on the agenda all the time, from soccer, uh, but ma- mostly road hockey and ice hockey. My dad built a rink for us when we were, I was two years old, my brother and I, in the backyard, and, and that's where... Uh, I think I skated, Andrew, before I walked. <laughs> wow, yeah. that's great. Yeah, so I grew up in, in that neighborhood. I was a member at Dovercourt Boys Club and, you know, very active and everything. And, and had the chance, uh, the opportunity, thanks to my mom saving her money, to go to St. Michael's College High School, which was uh, one of the best experiences of my life. And at that high school, is that where you kind of got involved in organized sports? Or it was, as you say, always part of your life? Yeah, it was always part of my life. But uh, St. Michael's was the first time I played at the highest level. Uh, so uh, hockey was my game. Two-sport athlete, played baseball as well at St. Mike's. Uh, but hockey was the opportunity where I saw an opportunity to move on uh, to get a scholarship and uh, take advantage of the talents and the learning that goes with uh, going to school and everything. At St. Mike's, um, played for the buzzers. Uh, a lot of you interviewed Gino Cavallini, another St. Mike's guy. A lot of guys, teammates like Kevin Deneen, uh, Gordonine. Rick Tockett and, and others all, all have gone on to the NHL career. So that, that uh, was an amazing experience at St. Mike's. Uh, university, so St. Mike's, uh, my success there led to a full Division I NCAA scholarship at University of Illinois at Chicago, where I was Rookie of the Year and MVP, so a great start there. And eventually made it to NHL Leaf Camp. Back in the day with some guy named Boria Salmin on defense. <laughs> uh, so it came close, but not quite to pro career. Well, I, I have to ask more about that. Uh, going to the Leafs camp. Now, were you were you drafted or was this an open invitation? Or Yeah, I, I was a free agent by invitation. Uh, we were playing against Notre Dame 
in South Bend. The goalie's father was in the stands, and it was Jerry McNamara. Mm-hmm. And I had a six-point night, so I got his attention. <laughs> got the I'll invitation. Say. Got the invitation to leave camp, and that was when like Harold Bellerin was around as well. Well, that's amazing because, as you probably know, Jerry McNamara is given credit for discovering Borja Salming, bringing him over to exactly. play for the Leafs. Yeah. And in terms of that camp, uh, what do you remember that it I, I can fit in or I can't believe I'm with these guys? Or what was your overall uh, feeling? Yeah, a bit of, uh, at first, I guess a bit of both. Initially, wow, I'm here and look who I'm sitting beside. And then later on, much too late in camp, I realized I belong out here. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming off major knee surgery too. I had recurring problems, so my confidence wasn't level. I could have used a, a mental coach because I certainly applied myself uh, to the training, and I was a natural uh, scorer. Looking back, great experience wouldn't change a thing, but it, it prepared me for my the business world as a corporate athlete, the competitive transferable skills in, into the uh, world of uh, business. Well, that's a great way to say it, Joe. You went from an NCAA D1 scholarship athlete to a corporate athlete. Yeah. So why don't you talk about that transition from when you finished school, you jumped into the world of business. Yeah, and it, it was difficult even though, uh, you know, the transition for professional athletes is extremely challenging. For me, even as an NCAA athlete, it was. And, uh, you know, what am I going to do? What's next? And uh, how do you find that, the passion and and excitement that goes with um, playing at a high level. Fortunately, a friend of mine got into sales, and he said, you'd be great at it. You are you know, you have autonomy. You're good at meeting people and networking. And so I said, I'll give it a try. I thought I was going to go back to teacher school and teacher's college, but I got into sales and loved it uh, and, and succeeded in that, uh, much like it did on the ice very quickly, and uh, never looked back. Through your career, Joe, you've been involved in many things. You've described yourself as a solopreneur, an intrapreneur, an entrepreneur. Do you want to talk about what those terms mean to you? Sure. I'll start with entrepreneur. I was working for, in a sales capacity, I was the first VP of business development at a company called Drake B. Morin. They're now Lee Hecht Harrison, a global leader in talent management. Business development role. Some of my friends were leaving the NHL and struggling with what's next. Lee Hack Harrison and I and the team were helping senior executives with career transition. And I thought, what do players do when they transition? So I approached the NHL. They were just starting the NHL alumni then. And they said, we don't do anything, but we need to. So conversations began. And uh, within a year, I was um, fortunate enough to be given the opportunity to pioneer uh, the Life After Hockey program at the NHL. So that was my entrepreneur idea taking a business idea within a, a global organization and, and making the vision happen. And from there, I evolved into uh, an entrepreneur because I took that NHL account and I had built a program with the NFL as well. Took the NHL account and left Lee Hecht Harrison, my employee, and started my own business with the NHL. And when you speak to these alumni organizations, as you said, they say, we don't do that, we need to do that. But what was their overall reaction to you? Was it, hey, yeah, we would really like to work on helping our alumni? Or did they kind of say, we don't need to spend any time on this? No, uh, there was 100% buy-in, a realization that things had to change. You know, you, you heard so much about the down and out stories of professional athletes, even though they made huge amounts of, of income. The challenges there, the substance abuse, uh, the divorce, 
so many things that they needed help with so around 20 years ago. And, and since then, the player development programs have really evolved, which is, is amazing. So much more awareness today. Exactly. Joe, your organization today, why don't you talk about One for All? My sense is that you are a like a support organization, current athletes, former athletes, as they kind of move beyond the playing field. Is that the way you would describe it? Yeah, that's, that's pretty close, Andrew. Um, basically, One for All is a leadership development company. And our focus really is on, unlike my past work, it was on active players who had left the game and needed career transition. This is a proactive approach to developing better leaders while they're playing the game. So uh, two of our customers, uh, partners are Major League Soccer Players Association, active players, and Women's National Basketball Players Association. Again, we're working with active players from, from both organizations. And what they are looking for, they invest in their players to go through the One for All program. So their athletes, uh, particularly uh, the focus for Major League Soccer PA is on their athletes that are player reps and executive board members that represent the union. So they want them to be the best union reps they can be. They want them to be the best brand ambassadors for the association. They want them to be more involved in the community and they want them to become better business men and women in the case of the W um, so they can make that transition smoothly to life after sport. And are your clients more the individual athletes or the alumni organizations? So it's the associations, the players associations are paying for the players to go through. So it's active players. We, we look to add alumni as we grow, but the, you know, the money is with the active players, right? Uh, and the associations there, alumni count on funding from the league and others. And so our goal is to get the athlete uh, while they're playing. And, you know, Andrew, we talked about the challenges, life after sport, but there's the evolution of the professional athlete and Olympian and national team athlete in the last five years. They're, they now want to be more than an athlete. They want to be entrepreneurs, investors. They want to extend and monetize their brand while they're in the game. So talking about other activities beyond the game during the off season and investing in it, your time and money is now more acceptable, whereas before it was frowned upon. Active athletes that invest time in their development will be better in learning, will be better athletes because they have more confidence in themselves and in what's next. So they play better in their game. Now, having said all that, Joe, I would imagine the current athlete is being told, focus on your game, 12 months a year, you're training, you're always thinking about the game, you shouldn't be thinking about anything else. The current athletes, have they been very kind of proactive in taking advantage of your services, or are they kind of like, I'll worry about that when I'm retired? Yeah, great question. And the latter part of that statement, I'd say a lot of them are still in that mindset. I'll worry about it when I retire. However, you know, one for all isn't for everybody. It's for those forward-thinking, visionary athletes. So, you know, we have great engagement with people, athletes that want to be more than an athlete, as I said. And we look to, like, those that are player reps or on the executive board. They're there for a reason. They want to represent their team. They want to be the best business person they can be. And they want to participate in programs like this. So with that group of athletes, they're participating in our program in season. They come home after practice and get on a, get on a virtual coaching session 
Uh, they do their homework and exercise. They can put it on hold at any time uh, during the playoffs, for instance, or vacation. But they're there. They're engaged and taking advantage of our great coaching team that we have. Well, you seem to have so many great people involved in your organization. One name that caught my eye was Stu Grimson, the Grim Reaper. Yeah. 13 seasons in the NHL. He was an enforcer. He had over 2,000 penalty minutes in his career. But in his final season in Nashville, he basically retired after suffering post-concussion syndrome after a fight with another noted heavyweight, George LaRocque. What is Stu Grimson's role and how important is it to your current athletes to see someone who's been there and done that? Yeah, that's that's um, a great question and so important for, for the business model. So as you mentioned on your opening, we're for athletes, by athletes, but we also have a mix of uh, C-suite executives that bring their knowledge and experience and network into. Stu's a great guy. We go back, Andrew, 20-something years. When, uh, when he was still an active player, he came into the program that I had built with the NHL and was exploring what's going to happen for him once he retired. So part of our coaching there was getting him in the right university, getting his law degree, and he went on to become a, a lawyer, representing the NHL Players Association as well. He worked there for a while, and he's uh, on the NHL network. So we've stayed in touch over the years. He gives thanks to uh, our, our team back in the day to help him get where he is today. And uh, he knows the importance of having coach and mentors. So Stu serves as an advisory board member, and, and he also you know, is there for us when we're telling our story. And he served recently as a mentor to one of the Nashville uh, players that was in our program, the Nashville Major League Soccer team. Stu's in Nashville, and Eric was. They got together, and, and Stu provided some mentoring for him. That's great. And it's interesting. The, uh, you don't have to be in the same sport. The, the principles can be the same. Exactly. Yep. It goes through the same <laughs> uh, challenges and, you know, and opportunities, leveraging your celebrity. When you talk about leveraging your celebrity, what came to my mind was the Players' Tribune, which is the sports media company started by Baseball Hall of Famer Derek Jeter. Mm-hmm. And their goal is to provide athletes with a platform to connect directly with their fans and they control the narrative. They control the words. Yeah. What parallels do you have, I guess, to the Players' Tribune? And, and how much do you see the future of that kind of organization giving athletes a direct connection to fans? Yeah. Players' Tri- Tribune is a, a great new resource for athletes to share their voice. What we do is help those athletes strategically think about what their story is. So we help them understand who they are beyond the athlete identity because for most of them, you know, age two or three, I'm going to be a professional athlete, and, and they really don't know who they are uh, beyond their sport. So there's a personal branding, coaching component to it, leadership development as well. And at the end of our first phase of our program, Andrew, they really know who they are, their values, their other passions, their purpose in life beyond the game, and their story. You know, how do they stand apart from others? Who do they, who do they want to share their message with and why and where do they want to go the other huge platform now for connecting athletes and their fans or preventing any kind of filtering is obviously social media and i wonder joe what your attitude is when you talk to athletes about using social media good bad use (laughs) avoid what's your guidance on social media yeah so our guidance from our our world-class team of coaches and our experience working uh with athletes for you know two decades now 
is is really we emphasize leverage in LinkedIn. It's the number one business platform. So athletes have really taken to that in the last couple of years. Um, there's over a million now on LinkedIn, and that wasn't always the case. Far from it. So we encourage, and we for a lot of the athletes, we're getting them on LinkedIn for the first time, uh, helping them. They walk away with their bio, which is very personal and, and differentiates themselves and shows their authentic authenticity. Easy for me to say. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so LinkedIn's the number one platform for them. Uh, we guide them on other platforms, but you know, remind them you can't hide anything anymore. We develop a, a global messaging platform for them and strategy. So make make it add value, make it interesting, make it fun, but use it carefully. And you don't need these days, you know, it's it's evolved from you need to be on every platform, just picking one, like a business platform and maybe an Instagram for, uh, you know, videos or, or pictures. If you're enjoying this Toronto Legends interview with Joe Jackman, please check out the more than 100 additional episodes available anytime. We've got great entrepreneurs, including Mark Cohan, David Cinnamon, Wes Hall, David Siegel, and Christine Hubbard. So many great behind-the-scenes stories directly from the Toronto legends themselves. All episodes available 24-7-365, wherever you get your podcasts. When you talk about the people in your organization, maybe you can share some names of well-known people that we would know and how they're involved with you in terms of both the coaching and mentoring side, but maybe in terms of just helping the next generation. Yeah, you're only as good as your team, right? I learned that a long time ago. So we went out and surrounded ourselves with the best athletes and executives. Um, One name that comes to mind is Stephen Codwell. He's the voice of the Toronto TFC team. He called the World Cup. He's a partner and helped us open doors at Major League Soccer. I haven't been there and done that. And that's the key. We find athletes before we approach any association or whatever that have been there uh, played the game and really understand that world. That enhances our credibility from day one. Leo Rodens is on our team, uh, voice of uh, the Toronto Raptors as well, a St. Mike's guy too. <laughs> yep. And there, we have a coach, Marin, who's uh, played at Penn State, and she's an executive coach now. We used her and her and played in the W, the Women's National Basketball League. So we brought her along on our uh, calls with the Women's National Basketball Players Association to open the door there. Yeah, so there's a mix of athlete celebrities from from all kinds of different sports and a mix of C-suite executives, former Bank of Montreal CEO, Ian Niven is on our team. Uh, Tara Sloan is on our team as well uh, as we offer a sports broadcast camp to, to athletes to help them pick up, elevate their game when it comes to the profession of being a, a broadcaster. Well, it's it's super interesting because it's not just about managing your finances. It's about, as you say, managing your brand and working on your various skills. Yeah, and we have absolutely nothing to do with financial management. Uh, We have partners that we can refer them to, but we're not a player agency, so we don't represent them. And we're not wealth managers, so we don't manage their money. So it's all about, uh, you know, their personal brand, optimizing their celebrity and influence while they can. Uh, to open doors in our network, global network, and opportunities that that are aligned with who they are and where they want to go. So when you talk about current athletes that take advantage of your programming 
through their alumni organization. Mm-hmm. I wonder if the athlete is more apt to participate word of mouth from a teammate or from the alumni themselves saying, the management saying, hey, we have this program available. I would assume it's more based on referral and word of mouth. Yeah, it's 100% refer- referral and word, word of mouth. You're right, Andrew. You, you can't get into this business without knowing people in the business. And, you know, our approach wasn't to go out and have individuals come into our program. Our, our approach is go out to the associations. They'll see the value. They'll pay for the athlete to go through the program. Once the athlete goes through the, the program, like you said, it trickles back to the dress room. And, and, and in our case, back to the, the boardroom where all the player reps, active players that are player reps are, are sitting. And, and that's, that's how we've... Um, succeeded and expanded at, at this point. Excellent. And why don't you talk, Joe, what are you working on at One for All currently, kind of in the year ahead? What what major programming are you working on? Yeah, so we're, we're with the success of Major League Soccer Players Association and their endorsement. It opened doors to the WNBA PA. Uh, and now this is business development year. We're, you know, a couple years in as a startup. Uh, we'll be talking to the National Hockey League Players Association uh, the NFL, the trust there. And, and then also we have events and camps like a sports broadcast camp, entrepreneurial camp, events, half day events that bring athletes and executives together. What we, we want to do a roadshow through major sports cities in North America. So we're now engaging um, with interested parties, corporate identities that are interested in sponsoring these events and bringing athletes and executives together and playing a a role in their development and life skill develop, uh, growth. Well, it's all great. You're really filling out the toolbox of the athlete today so he's ready for once they leave the field. Yeah, thank you. Joe, how do we best follow you and how do we best follow One For All? Yeah, One For All, uh, com uh, is our website. And uh, I'm on LinkedIn, Joe Jackman. And you can find uh, through my LinkedIn profile, all our team members as well. And uh, the one Great. for all business is also on LinkedIn. And being a Toronto boy, I'd be remiss if I didn't ask. 56 years and counting, 19 seasons since getting through the first round. Is this the year for our Toronto Maple Leafs to go the distance? <laughs> I know there's people lining up for the Stanley Cup parade, but I think they're going to have to wait. I'm not a Leaf fan anyways. I'm a Habs fan. Oh, boy. Oh, my God. Now you tell us. I met Gump Worsley and John Bellavone on Cornway back in the day when I was a little kid. With, uh, my dad knew them. And, yeah. Um, I was a Habs fan. But, uh, no, it would be, it'd be amazing to see the Leafs win. I, I remember the Raptor parade and the celebrations around their championship. So, hey, I think maybe this year or the next. <laughs> we, we've been saying that for 56 years and counting. Yeah. It is interesting to me, Joe, that it, it really comes down to your childhood. Whatever those associations were, exactly. uh, they stick with you. Yeah. So good. that's good. Yeah. Well, Habs Leafs, you can't, you can't go better than that as a rivalry. Yeah. Well, I want to wish you continued success with your programming. It sounds great. And it sounds like we're really going to have a better experience for the athlete once they transition in the future. So continued success for your work. Thank you, Andrew. I really appreciate you having me on here, Uh, especially your podcast guests are all-star trailblazers, and it's been fabulous to share a little bit of myself and learn about you, and keep it going. You're doing a great job. 
Thank you very much. It's been my pleasure to have you. And to the listeners, we thank you for listening to this episode of the Toronto Legends Podcast. And on behalf of Joe Jackman, I am Andrew Applebaum saying mahalo. Emily Roger, and I host a leadership show called The Boiling Point with my co-host, Dave Vail. Together, we sit down with trailblazing entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and movement makers who are driving meaningful change in our world. The show is all about exploring the lives and perspectives of leaders who are making a difference. Join us for insightful conversations that challenge the status quo, spark new ideas, and inspire you to take action. Find us on Apple, Spotify, YouTube, or at BoilingPointPodcast.com. I'm Matt Kundle, host of the Sound Off Podcast, the show about podcast and broadcast. Since 2016, we've been speaking with amazing people who have populated your ears for decades. Legendary broadcasters, research wizards, talent experts, podcasters, voice talent, almost 400 stories, all for free. Subscribe or follow the Sound Off Podcast on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or at soundoffpodcast.com.